When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It's five o'clock or relatively close. Do you want me to comment on that? All right. You got to give me a better question. I'm a little tired right now. This is a super week edition of Primetime with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you by George McCoy at Warren Allen, attorneys at law. Injured? Don't trust just anyone to something so personal. Call George McCoy at Warren Allen online at warrenallen.com. Primetime with Isaac and Sue on 1080. You ever seen one of those little water dragons run across the water? Like, that's what I envision every time he's running with the football. The fan. What up? Hope you're having a nice little uh, Thursday. Dropping soup. Yeah. I'm just learning about uh, nuclear destruction over here. I'm Isaac. Sada. And that's Sook. Yeah. It's crazy what you can find on the internet. It's very troubling. Uh, Ryan Buckley is here. Yeah, baby. We uh, we had Hugh Offill on earlier. Mm -hmm. We were talking about the Super Bowl. It's been a hell hell of a day. Yeah. We covered a lot of things. Nukes. Yeah. Soy boys, parking. Yeah. Sook got called a soy boy. Yeah. Yeah. A lot going on today. Rob's got new glasses, I and mean, we're That's dealing right. with a lot of stuff. That's right. And if you missed it, hour one of the podcast already up for your listening pleasure. Dude, come on. We're on fire. On fire right now. Um, what on was fire I emojis. I'm going to tell you something. Oh, <laughs> oh we have a short, uh, short rest of the show. Yeah, um, a little bit. Yeah. Well, the Ducks play the Huskies tonight. It's a big game. Yeah. And so we have that at 6.30. Well, you know, the Duckies are right. I don't know if you've seen any of the attorney projections, but they're right there on that razor's edge again. And if they don't make it, you know, make it. There, may be some, there may be some heat coming down on the brush. Uh-oh. Well, Masters this... Pete is finally right. Oh, gosh. You know somewhere Masters Pete is hoping they don't make the tournament just so he can bitch and moan. Well, By but... the way, I'm realizing my son has a very uh, Altman-like natural haircut. It just, it just kind of sweeps too? that way. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. A basketball coach is born. <laughs> That's right. I guess so. Amazing. You know, it's funny that sometimes older gentlemen and young kids, they all have that same terrible thin, wispy hair. Yeah. yeah. It's my son. Yeah. That's, yeah, that is interesting. That yeah. does happen. You know, that doesn't bode well for him, though, Buck, because you know who had thin, wispy hair when they were a kid? Me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's usually a sign that when you hit your twenties, mm, well, yeah, me too. That's why I got the the power alleys going on here. You know, yeah. I, I wear the hat all the time, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it starts to thin out up there. Coming up in the club tonight, so it's an abbreviated club, but um, you know how we talk. So we're in radio. Do you guys know that we're in radio? Yes. In radio, we have to have a big tower uh, because the tower sends the signal of the radio yes. waves disseminates to, the to people. your car. Well. Uh, Head sewn to the carpet. I can't believe this story. But it is true. There is a radio station that had its tower stolen. <laughs> what? 
the entire tower. The whole tower. That sounds like something that would have happened to us with all the stuff that we were dealing with before. <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm rooting for our tower An to be stolen. But if someone stole an entire radio tower, um, that's hilarious. An entire that tower. is hilarious. I don't know if you guys are aware of how big those are. That's but we're, impressive. We're going to tell you about it in the club. Well, I have the light, the old light off of our radio tower. The One of our engineers took it because they, they replaced it with one of these efficient like LED bulbs. Thief. But just the, the light itself on top of the tower probably weighs 40 pounds and is about three feet tall. And like, how does someone steal a radio tower? Nuts. I can't wait. That I'm very excited about the club today. So that's at 6 uh, this hour. Oh, what could have been. And when coaches rematch in the Super Bowl, we'll have the numbers. But right now, the hot 5 at 5. Oh. Hot topics. Hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the Hot 5 at 5. That's hot. The Hot 5 at 5 on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot 5 at 5 with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you on the fan by Victorico's Mexican Food, the most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Online at victoricos.com. Number 5. Has a guy who had such a big postseason ever gotten less right after it um they avoid arbitration the rangers and slugger adolis garcia i thought that figure seemed shockingly low shockingly low. yeah he has re-signed in texas uh two years 14 million are you kidding for the me? toughest out in the postseason dude he hit 357 with five home runs and 15 rbi in the alcs alone the dude was a machine he hit 39 taters in the regular season. Yeah, they got him for two years, 14 mil. I like that deal. Wow. And that's avoiding arbitration. He he settled on that. How? Isn't that wild? That is fascinating because he's not a super young guy. I think he's 30. I was going to say, he's been around the block. I mean, good Lord. That I will say what, the, the, tell you what, the, the MLB, uh, how they keep salaries down, the arbitration process, it's brilliant on the part of Major League Baseball. You think like the NFL and the NBA do cost control? Basically, baseball has been phenomenal about that. It takes a while for you to get your money, yeah. or you get it all up front, yeah. and then in five years Number you're four. a total bargain, yeah. like the Braves did. Their entire roster. Until today, Jim Furyk held the PGA Tour record for lowest score in a sanctioned golf event. He shot a 58 in 2016. Not so fast. A uh, corn fairy guy breaks that by shooting 57. Now that's 13 under. Par at that course was 70. Yeah. Uh, Cristobal Del Soler is his name. He's from Chile. He posted 14 threes or better and no fives at some course in uh, Bogota. Uh, round one of the Waste Management Phoenix Open was hit by bad weather, but uh, they did get back out there. Uh, I was just watching. i got to pull it up here. Sahith Thigala is Ooh. your round one leader. Not familiar with his uh, game. Uh, you, you will be, yeah. Big he's, dude. Pretty smooth. Yeah, he's... He's gonna win. He'll win a major. Where did he? He, he came close to competing at where Riviera last year. Or something uh, like this that? one. It was this one against Scotty Scheffler. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. So he is uh, six under. Uh, he has done. Shane Lowry and S H Kim four under. Jordan Spieth among those three under, along with Nick Taylor and Cameron Young. Uh, some of those guys just started though, and then uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick among a big group. Number three. Uh, two under. Uh, the. Blazers actually favored tonight, hosting the crappy-ass Pistons, although Detroit uh, is coming off an actual real-life win in you. Sacramento. The red-hot Detroit Pistons. 
Tip will be at 7. Both DeAndre Ayton and Scoot Henderson are questionable. Uh, the Blazers did make one small trade today, sending a heavily protected second-round pick to the Celtics for a guy by the name of Delano Banton. Yeah, he's a six-eight guy that doesn't play a lot of defense and can't shoot. A crabby version of Ben Simmons, apparently. Six-eight guy who just doesn't play a lot. Yeah. Cronin's having a press conference right now, by the way. He has cool dreads, though. Yeah. Not Cronin. No, no. Cronin's ball. But that would be cool. Yeah, he's down there. Uh, he's having a presser at Moda Center. And by all accounts, it sounds like Brogdon was one of the guys that, that was had the most interest around the NBA. But the Blazers had a high asking price. And... They didn't behoove Portland to move him. They already have two picks in a draft that they're not that impressed with, so you just kick that down to the offseason and see what happens then. Plus, Brogdon actually said he wants to be here right now. Uh, here on the fan tonight at 6.30, Ducks host the Huskies. Uh, Oregon won the first meeting by a deuce. Uh, the Ducks are one back of Arizona in the Pac-12 and the number eight Cats. They have a good one in Utah tonight against the Utes. About to get underway there. Baylor hiring former TCU coach Gary Patterson in an off-field senior advisory role. That's weird. Yeah, as good as he was for all those years and one of the best defensive minds, he just keeps taking the these little uh, non-coaching positions. But don't they hate each other, TCU and Baylor? Yeah, I would assume that those are the two religious institutions with a bit of a rivalry in the Big 12. But Is that like Mike Riley coming back and coaching the Ducks? Well, I mean, but Gary got fired, so maybe he's like, screw TCU. I don't know. He has a statue outside of their stadium. Yeah. Apparently now he's working with Baylor. Michigan needs a defensive coordinator. They are going to interview former Ravens and Giants D.C. Wink Martindale. Uh, Wisconsin coach Luke Fickle says his good buddy Mike Vrabel will be helping his team out this season in what capacity remains to be seen. And one NFL note, Baltimore police investigating a domestic assault reportedly involving... Zay Flowers. Ravens wide receiver Zay Flowers. Not a good end of the season for old Zay. Bad couple weeks for that guy. I was re reading today, too, and I didn't realize that ever since the Ray Rice thing, their ownership has had a zero-tolerance policy. So if there's anything mm. to this, he's done there. Because mm. he's one of the best young receivers in yes, the game. Yes, he is. Also, too, kind of cool that, you know, the Vrabel hanging around that program. And that's what Fish said, too. He, he, Jed Fish has said that he... It fully expects two coaching legends to be milling around his program. This uh, he said coaching yeah. Mount Rushmore, which I'm not sure who I would, would put Pete up there. At, at Washington? At Washington. Who would that be? Uh, that might be that Bill Belichick guy and the Pete Carroll guy. Oh, yeah, because their kids, their are, kids are the offensive defensive coordinator. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's just like, he was like. Washington like, by a million. <laughs> he just came out. Like, he had his press conference after signing day and was like, yeah, I fully expect a couple of Mount Rushmore guys to be Dude. milling around our program. All right, number one, NBA trade deadline. The Milwaukee Bucks add guard Patrick Beverly, and I know what you're thinking. Wait a minute. He and Damian Lillard hate each other. And they still do. Yes, they do. Yeah. But they're going to be teammates. Sixers get Cameron Payne and a second-round pick in exchange. Uh, other trades, Buddy Heald to Philly, Gordon Hayward to Oklahoma City, Kelly Olenek to Toronto. Uh, for Heald, the Pacers got Marcus Morris in three seconds from the Sixers. Indiana then flips Morris in a second to the Spurs for Dougie McDermott. Uh, for Hayward, the Hornets get Trey Manns and uh, Davis Bertans. Is that his name? From Correct. the Thunder. Uh, for Olenek, Jazz get Otto Porter Jr. and a first-round pick from the Raptors. Utah also gets Ochai Akbaji, my Jayhawk. Yeah, Rockshock. He's not uh, all that good, though. No. 
Uh, Toronto then deals Dennis Schroeder to the Nets for Spencer Dinwiddie. The Suns add Royce O'Neal from the Nets for three seconds. The Knicks bulked up. They got Bojan Bogdanovic. That's a nice little. If you've looked at what the Knicks have done, this you know, obviously with OG and and now this, the Knicks got a nice little thing going over there. They've done some good things to their roster the last year or so. The one bad thing for them is OG now going to miss about three weeks with a bone fragment uh, that he's getting removed. So. So they get Bogdanovich and Alec Burks in a trade with the Pistons for four players, including Evan Fournier in two seconds. And they haven't given up a one in any of this. They still have their nope. pick, which means, and, and they might have some cap space to go out in the offseason and actually try to go out and get a, a, a big-time player. And then the Hornets sent P.J. Washington to the Mavericks for Seth Curry, Grant Williams, and a first-round pick. Victor Rico's Mexican Food brings you the Hot 5 at 5. This weekend only, Victor Rico's is offering a party platter of nachos and fries for the big game. In-store or online at victorricos.com. When coaches rematch in the Super Bowl. Next on The Fan. Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm going to get to that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Yeah! Oh, God! Hey, uh, we got some more football talk here, but, um, first, NBA trade deadline. Somebody asked, my God, how many teams has Seth Curry played on? Well, the poll question today pertained to four guys dealt. Patrick Beverly, uh, Seth Curry, uh, Dennis Schroeder, and Kelly Olenek. Mm-hmm. Those four guys were all dealt again today. They combined, they have 20 trades <laughs> between the four. And nine of those are Pat Bev. <laughs> but I looked it up. Seth Curry, this is his 11th stop. Good Lord. Not he, all trades, yeah, but yeah. this is his 11th stop. And Blazer the, great, Seth Curry. Blazer great. He had three stops in Dallas. <laughs> Broke in with the Warriors. I never thought it was nepotism at the time, but no. That's He's not right. a bad player. And neither Schroeder. suited a little bit. Remember a couple years ago when Schroeder turned down that big deal with the Lakers to hit free agency? He's gone on to say that he never would have done that, that his agent turned that down, but yeah, he got, he hosed himself oh, on that one. Oh, he's blaming the agent. Yeah. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas did that. Isn't Remember? that why you have an agent? Yeah. Uh, poor decision. Poor decision there. Can't make up that cash. So he's been on one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. This is his eighth stop. Yikes. <laughs> and Pat Bev, I bet he takes the cake. He's been around the block a time or two. And again, all 
very good players. You know, that have been some of them, Trudy's been part of a championship team. Who is the best player in any sport that has been traded the most, in your opinion? It's a good question. Whenever I think, I always think, I don't know why, but Reggie Sanders always pops into my head when I think, like Major League Baseball, Reggie Sanders. You know what I think of baseball? I think of Edwin Jackson. Okay. Do you I remember think, that guy? He's I do been on like half guy. the teams yes. in the league, or it's like 13 or something like but that. But he wasn't that great. Brandon Cooks. Cooks is good. He's and, good. And, and he gets and he, he gets moved after having good seasons. Um, I'm trying to think the best player that just can't find a home. This is only the seventh stop for Pat Bev. <laughs> he like those others look at him like rookie. Seven stops. Um, what about this one? Here's a guy, a former Blazer great, Marcus Camby. I felt like he did get around quite a bit. He was traded a lot, and he was damn good. I feel like DeAndre Jordan also. Went a lot of places. Or and you know I, what? He feels eh. like he's collected a couple rings riding the bench, too. Like, he got one with the Nuggets last year, right? Who? DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan. I'm Where pretty sure he, he did. Now? I think, I I think he's still with Denver. Yeah, I, I, I feel like he... I don't know why. And maybe that's just like one of those, it's it's only been four or five teams. I just feel like he's been around for a long time. Well, he was and, with the Clapers. Cl- the Clapers. <laughs> you like the Clapers? I love the Clapers. Uh, he was with the Clapers forever. Dallas, near... Is he one, two, three... Yeah, he's been with seven. Okay, that's it. That feels like a lot, but you know, it's not. Well, it, I'm, he's thirty-five, so there'll probably be three more in the next yeah. two seasons. Kevin Willis, I seem to remember being moved a bunch. You know, and then you get to the end of the careers, like you know, Shaq and and Patrick Ewing, and a lot of these guys at the Eric end. Eric Dickerson got traded a lot. Yeah, Dickerson was always getting bounced. Yeah, around Yeah, I was just there reading that uh, that Brandon Cooks broke his record for the most traded football player. Yeah, but that doesn't really count. I mean, Football guys don't get moved as much as, no. as the others. Well, but also it's often like a guy like Eric Dickerson. That was just all at the end. Yes, you know it's kind of doesn't get like these guys. What about Kimbrel? Craig Kimbrel has been a closer on so many good baseball teams, yeah. and he's not even. I don't know that he's that great, but he just seems to have a lot of winning postseason appearances. It's a good one. I don't know who it is. I'm looking here. I, like I was thinking of guys that played for a lot, like Julio Franco. One, two, oh, three, go. four, he's still five, playing. six, seven, eight. Yeah, but only eight. He's sixty. <laughs> he's out there swinging. Oh, it's just there's just some guys that you know it's they're good, not great players, and you move where there's an opening. You move where someone's willing to pay you. And Ooh. by the way, little uh, late breaking Blazers news. Yeah, for you bros out there, mm-hmm. Blazers. Uh, the two guys that I do this show with, Ryan Buckley and Jason Skukinick, they were uh, high fiving during the break. I want you guys to know that. Uh, we can't. There's glass between us, but there might have been some head nods. Yeah, in spirit at least. <laughs> because uh, Aiton, Scoot, mm-hmm. and Brogdon are all out tonight. I'm going to go to that lake. And uh, do I breathe? Questionable. And of course, the reason why these two chumps are high fiving your hometown Zers mm-hmm. and rooting for injuries on your hometown team is because they have the under on the over under season win total. Yep. Now, the interesting thing is, I was just checking DraftKings to see the line on the game, because earlier it was Blazers minus six. Yeah. They briefly pulled the line off, but I just double-checked. Do you, do you care to guess what they game came back at now with, with the Aiton, Scoot, and Brogdon news? I bet the Blazers are still favored, but only slightly. Yeah, I'm going to go Blazers one and one a half. half. Yeah. Blazers minus six. What? <laughs> There's favored by That's more? how bad Detroit is. Stop. Dude, I think what? I think there's value on the Red Hot Pistons. They're I think coming there off is. a big win. I'm not kidding. I think there Slowed is, up. too. 
I want you to realize that if if Reef can't go, Baji's your starting center. And when you say red hot, they've won one in a row. Yeah, red hot, red <laughs> for them. Hot. That is red well, and hot. they traded uh, what's his nuts, Bogdanovich. Yeah, Bogdanovich. And he didn't even play last night, and they won. When you have won seven games, and all Cunningham's year. out, right? Isn't Cunningham out? And they're good when Cunningham's out. They're four and six when he's, he's out. Terrible. Look, I'm telling you right now, they're th- almost a 500 team with Kate out. This really, yeah. if they win. Dude. If they win tonight, this is going to make up for like that pacer win that the Blazers yeah. had. Yeah, we're sweating it a little bit. They had a couple big wins, and I was getting a little nervous about it. And tell you what, dropping one tonight to the Pistons be a nice little feather in the cap. You know, Monty Williams is a pretty good coach. <laughs> Should be. He's making like fourteen million bucks. Pistons plus five guys. <laughs> I thought you said it's six. Oh, six. Sorry. Yeah, you know, or what? it might be five and a half now. I lo- I Went like down it. to five and a half. Tasty. Only minus 105. Let's go. I like like the action. I like the action. Don't mind that. (laughs) Jay Nivey for three. Especially if my man do up wreath can't go. Let's do it. Make it rain, Pistons. (laughs) This is the sort of time after the trade deadline where everyone starts picking it up and Portland starts sitting, guys. I like it. Yeah, because Detroit, it's not like they're not going to get the number one pick. Exactly. They got the number one pick locked up. Portland, on the the, other hand. You know, the the worst record anyway. Yeah. Portland, on the other hand, they got some stuff to play for. They're sitting right there at 15 and 35, and there's a lot of teams that are in that range. You know, the, now you're competing against the Raptors and the Hornets and the Nets. Can't be stacking up W's at this point. Can't be doing it. I see value, guys. I like it. I see value. I like it. All right, up next, when coaches rematch in the Super Bowl, the numbers. Here's Buck. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right. All right. Welcome back to our show. Uh, back to the Super Bowl. Uh, the Chiefs are playing the 49ers. Yes, Again. They are. Again. Another one. God. 
Well, it's actually a really great matchup. Yeah. It was a great game the first time around. Remember, we were one Jimmy Garoppolo uh, two-yard overthrow from San Francisco winning that game. We were probably a third and 18 stop against Tyreek Hill yeah. from uh, maybe the Niners taking control of that game again. Yep. Yeah, what was it? It was 31-20 was the final. They were up 10 going into the fourth, the Niners were. It was 20-10. to 10. That's right, and, and the they final lost... score was 31-20. Yeah. 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 I mean, unbelievable. Yep. That damn Damian Mah- Williams broke one late to that make it a damn Mahomes game. is never out of it. By that the way. damn Mahomes. Yep. Well, um, this being a rematch, uh, I thought I'd toss out this little nuggy mm. in honor of Andy Reid. Um, uh, the the first meeting, of course, same coaches. Uh, this marks the eighth time in history that we've seen a Super Bowl rematch. Okay, different quarterbacks, obvi. Well, Purdy and Garoppolo. Yeah. Um, but uh, with the coaches being the same, for the Niners' sake, they will be looking to buck a trend that does not look so favorable. Well, I'm trying to think just off the top of my head. So we have, obviously, the Bills and Cowboys, and we know how that went. Yep. Um, I actually don't have them here, so we're going to have to, this is going to have to be an exercise. Oh, you don't have them in front of you? Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, so there have been eight. There have been eight. Um, I'm trying eight to think. rematches? Well, you got the Giants-Patriots. Yep, and and Giants won both of those. You have uh, well, New England, Green Bay as well. Yep, yep, because that was the and one that was the Drew Bledsoe, Brett Favre, and then obviously later on, um, Cowboys, uh, Steelers. They had them back yep. in the day. Two of uh, those. Two of those. Who am I missing? Trying to think of other teams the Patriots might have played twice. I'm, I, my guess is you got to go old, old school. You got to go old school. Like, did did Green Bay play someone way back when? Or it's it's gonna. I, I can know. look it up. Yeah, look at it. Mm. I, but I'm not remembering any of the other modern ones. In each of the previous three instances where there's been a head coaching rematch in the Super Bowl, the coach to win the first meeting has won the second meeting. Yeah. And five of the previous seven instances of teams meeting again in the Super Bowl saw a repeat winner. That's not same head coaches. That's just yeah. uh, the team that won the first one won the second one. Yeah, five out of seven. Yeah, I'm looking it up here. We got the oh, you got Raiders and the and the Vikings, and then the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs and the and the Vikings. Wait, so yeah, you got Raiders go. Vikings. Ra- yeah, you're going old school. What years? Was that uh, old? Yeah, nineteen seven. Yeah, nineteen seventy-seven. Stabler. Yeah, you're going way the snake. Going way back in the day. Terry Bradshaw. So back with the Steelers then. Well, I mean the the Steelers and Cowboys actually played three times because they had two, and then they had the the, the modern one with Neil O'Donnell and oh, Larry yeah, Brown yeah. and that. Okay, so, yeah. But those obviously would be two very different eras. But yeah, they technically have played in in three Super Bowls. So, um, yeah, it's interesting that yeah we haven't really seen the. You know the the other side of this. It's it's kind of been one sided, and I don't. Know, I these are these are very different teams than the first time they've they've played. Um, I mean, when when you originally played this, the Niners' defense I think was was much better. I think their quarterback is better with with Brock Purdy. Um, you know, Kansas City's defense certainly wasn't as good as it is now, and they don't have a Tyree kill. The Kansas City offense is taking a step back. So even though this is a a fairly short term rematch. You can make the argument that these are, I'm not going to say completely, but these are vastly different teams than the first time they played. Well, and uh, and would you add, and here's a weird one. You can make an argument that both teams are worse. Than the first time? Yeah, like if if I told you this 49er team was playing that 49er team and vice versa, 
I, I mean, I think I'm, they both lose. Yeah, I'm not certain that either one of these is the best version of that team. I would agree. Kansas City's offense was much better then. I feel like the Niners' offense is better now because you have yeah. an upgrade but with Purdy over. But their defense was way right, better. Right, their defense then was better. So, yeah. yeah. Huh. Funny how it's, it, uh, you know, and, and if you're if you're the 49ers, I mean, there is a sense, too, that, like, you know, it's hard to get back. You know, this is... Well, and, and those guys, they're going to have to continue to pay. Yeah, and, and eventually you're going to have to pay Brock. And, you know, it's some of the guys aren't getting any younger. And Trent Williams and... You know, I, I Kittle's know, up for a new contract. Yeah, what are just, you going to do with him? We just see teams nah, that... draft a tight end. <laughs> teams that lose, they've been, you know, there are a lot of tight ends that have been available in the draft the last couple of years. Think about how many good young tight ends have come out of the... Just whoever's coming from Iowa next, grab him. Yeah, take him. Or, you know, look at... Laporta, who was an absolute beast. Laporta, like, Hawkinson before that. Well, is tight end going to be the new running back? Well, not running back, but um, yeah, like you just move on. Like you don't pay the guy, you you just draft one because there's so many in the draft. Bosma and the Lions did. And TJ Hawkinson was a damn good tight end. They're like, nah, we're fine. We'll just draft one. And Laporta has been phenomenal and he's, he's dirt cheap. And there's some really good ones coming out of the draft this year. And there's a lot of good young tight ends in the league. See, like Luke Musgrave and Kincaid and all these guys. But, um, what I was saying with the, the Super Bowl is, you know, we kind of forget because the Niners obviously are back now after a couple of years. But most of the time when you lose in the Super Bowl, you don't come back. You know, look at Philly. You know, Philly is a, a shell of themselves right now. And they may they may not get back with this this roster. And there are some guys in Philly from Kelsey to Fletcher Cox to um, that, that are that are going to be moving on. And, and both your coordinators, it's just damn hard to get back. So the fact that San Francisco has kind of revamped everything and, and they're back now. I'm not going to say that this is a now or never thing for San Francisco, but when's the last time you saw a team that within three or four years got to two Super Bowls lost and then finally got over the hump? It doesn't happen. What if, you know how these games go? They're they're, they're never what we think, right? Yeah. The conventional wisdom is, is this, I don't know, it's just, it's just weird. You can never count on anything. What if the Niners just come out and kick the crap out of them? <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Or vice versa. I, I can mean, see it. I really could. I I, I, I could see that. The I don't Niners, think the Chiefs' defense is going to. Well, it, of course you don't, because that's not conventional to think that. I'm just saying the reason I could see that, um, even though I wouldn't predict it, is the Niners are immensely talented. Yes, and they have not been playing that well. No, if they put well, at least defensively, if they put it all together, like it, it you know, you play this game ten times, I think we have a pretty good idea of how it's going to go, right? But when you only play once. The Niners are certainly capable of just a hair-on-fire performance that the Chiefs look up and go, oh, my God. Especially when you have someone like Shanahan with the weapons he has. Right. If you can scheme up enough good stuff early, right. even if the Chiefs do adjust, you've still got a shot. And your defense can play. Defenses can get hot. Defenses yeah. can. That defense certainly has room to play a lot better. Oh, 100%. And have guys step up that haven't been stepping up, like Chase Young or whomever. So, I mean, I know you know, it's not that big. No, the only thing I don't is, know. the only thing is when you have a defense that's as good, especially on the back end as Kansas City's, it's it's hard to blow a team out. Like you can run the ball on Kansas City, and and I, I assume that that San Francisco's going to come out and and they're just they're good. They, that's all they're going to do. Unlike the Ravens, they're going to run Christian McCaffrey up an S ton. It's what the Chiefs are expecting. I've been listening to a handful of uh, Chiefs reporters and insiders and stuff this week and they're all saying that priority number one the, the Chiefs focus this whole week is bottle up McCaffrey yeah. and, and so it's going to be you know the uh, immovable object versus yeah. force and all that I just think it's hard to blow out a team that plays good on the back end because it, it's hard to blow out a team just running the ball it just is and 
the thing about San Francisco, and, and, and this is why, you know, styles make fights, and, and I think San Francisco, and maybe this is why ultimately people think that, you know, that, that San Francisco can win this game, or at least their favorite in Vegas is, no one runs better play-action game than San Francisco. No one. And it, it, with with the Chiefs, and this is why I thought Baltimore was going to win, they aren't a good run defense. As good as their their defense is, it's like 28th against the run. And so if you're San Francisco and you can have success running the ball early, as good as, as the, the secondary is for Kansas City, it is. I mean, it is, it's one of the bigger mismatches, I think, is Kansas City secondary and, and the, the Niners secondary. Um, but if, if you can run the ball and force them to commit an extra guy to the box, it's not like the 49ers don't have weapons on the outside or up the seam with, with George Kittle. So that play-action game could be absolutely huge. And if Kansas City can't stop them with a seven-man front and they do have to commit an extra one down, that that's where I think San Francisco is going to have to make their hay. They are going to have to force Kansas City to get uncomfortable and, and play man, and then it's going to be up to Brock Purdy and those guys on the outside to win some one-on-one matchups between Snead and uh, and McDuffie on the other side, who have been great all year. Well, what Isaac if- mentioned earlier just that, that Shanahan thing of liking to play tight and inside. And bunches. The... the- the Chiefs on the outside are awesome with McDuffie and Sneed. Where they're vulnerable in the pass game is in the slot and, and in tight. So I, I you're going to see the Niners try to work the middle of the field there. What if Shanahan runs it six times? Like uh, <laughs> There'll be Harbor. hell to pay. He, he, you know, Christian he won't have McCaff- a job. Christian McCaffrey. I mean, seriously, though, as much as we love the Niners run game, think about it, the number one rush game in the NFL was the <laughs> oh, Ravens, oh, and oh, they oh. ran it in their running back yeah. six times. Yeah, Shanahan's six times. like, oh, we'll run it seven. Jeez. Yeah, someone will get fired if, if McCaffrey has six carries. Can Shanahan fire himself if they do that? <laughs> yeah, he Just, you know to. what, guys? We're not, we're not. They were down by 17 points, and they still ran the ball. M- meanwhile, the Ravens are down by a score. They're like, yeah, we don't need to run this thing. Let's Man. get back there and sling it with Lamar Jackson. All right. What the hell? Our picks on the Super Bowl officially tomorrow on Rop in the Bank. Uh, up next, what could have been? It's 545 on the fan. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. 
And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So, what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, I was telling you earlier that the Wall Street Journal sports section is money, and um, the, it, it's it's got great articles. One of them uh, today was uh, how Las Vegas has transformed because they're hosting the Super Bowl, and it's really amazing. Like I'll read you the, just the first part of this, but they they galvanize it quite well. The transformation of Las Vegas into a sports mecca had long been seen as an impossibility. Its reliance on gambling felt too uncomfortable, it catered to unsavory vices, and its singular focus on tourists made it seem like Vegas could never provide the permanent fan base to support major teams. Heard that. We, we've talked about it on the show so many all times. time. all the time, right? And this was not that long ago. And then it says, the change happened all at once. In less than a decade, and with more than $7 billion, Sin City has turned itself from a boxing and betting town into the desert home of a Formula One Grand Prix, one of the NFL's most storied franchises, a Stanley Cup-winning hockey team, a champion WNBA outfit, and on Sunday, America's signature sports extravaganza, the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then, of course, the A's are, are, are headed there. Yep. It's or maybe really- not. No, they are. There they are. I was looking into that. You know the the, the mayor's the just mayor, trying to score some points. So the mayor, she doesn't have any control over the strip. No, um, she is. She's just hold, carrying water for the schools, and um, she has no say in. People are upset that deal. because the public money got approved for the stadium, and the public money for the schools got denied. And you can bitch all you want about that, but it already went through. They're they're yeah. getting the A's. Yeah, she she has no. But it's a nice little political move on her part to right. be like, yeah, go teachers. Yeah. But anyway, so the A's are going to Vegas. Yeah. But, and it's amazing. Think about it. It's been 10 years. Unbelievable. And now all of a sudden, they're going to have every sport. Minus the NBA. Well, we're right. But they'll probably get the NBA eventually. They, they do have the WNBA. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. And the, the thing about this is, too, in this article, they're comparing it to Saudi Arabia and what yeah. the Saudis are trying to do yeah. in the desert over there. And they're trying to do the same damn thing. Sports watching. And it's, yeah. it's actually working. Like, well, they're they're getting a lot of events over there, and they're signing – they started with soccer yeah. and a lot of the soccer stars. And, they of course, golf. We all know what they've done with Liv. And then um, – Grand, uh, Formula One is over there. They're they're really doing a good. So it's they're they're kind of on similar parallel trajectories. But it really all in Vegas had to do with the legalization of sports gambling. Yeah, and and Vegas, changed everything. And Vegas in general, um, over the last, I mean, you hear this from from old people in Vegas. They hate it because it's not how to put it. Vegas is plenty seedy. Whatever you want to find in Vegas, you can find in Vegas. But when you walk up and down the strip. You'll see as many families as you do drunken idiots. For every frat boy out there you see, or for every drunken uh, bachelorette party with gummy penises walking around, you see families. Vegas has done a a really nice job of 
of basically marketing themselves for everybody. Does anyone really think of Vegas now as some sort of, uh, I don't know, back in the day, the, the you know, the mob out in the desert, high class suits, you know, you know, you know, if you, you get caught doing something, someone's going to break your, th- it's not the case anymore. For God's sakes, walk up and down the strip. They got roller coasters. They got Spider-Man out there, you know, taking photos with people. It's just, it's a, it's a different feel. And, and gambling is no longer the, you know, the prior that it well, was. Well, and it, and it, God, if Portland could pull its head out of its ass, is Vegas not the best example of how sports can generate revenue and yep. change a city? My God. Well, that, and, and I'm, I'm, I'll even say, I'll take a step further and, and say gambling. Um, yeah. When exactly. you go, when you go to a lot of these, but cities, at least in Oregon, and, we've legalized it. Yeah, but we still like like casinos. Like when like I bring up Detroit all the time. The town, the downtown Detroit, which was there a more malign downtown over the last thirty years than Detroit? No. And what has led the resurgence of Detroit's downtown casinos and sports venues? They have three brand new sports venues, and they have two casinos right in the heart of downtown. And it's it is the the comeback story of the last thirty years is downtown Detroit. And remember, we had a we had a casino willing to build us a baseball stadium in the heart of our city, and they wanted to build a casino there. And we we're like, nah, no. And now, if we do get a baseball stadium, it's going to be out on the outskirts of the of the suburbs, which everyone apparently is pissed about. You know, it's it's we 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 can't get out me, of our, we can't get out of our I own way. I was playing golf with somebody yesterday, and we were talking about this, and he was asking me about what do you think of the MLB to Portland thing. And I was telling him, but then we got to talking about Merritt Paulson. He was a Timbers fan, yep. And it just I'd never dawned on me that if you think about this, is how bad Portland is when it comes to sports. Merritt Paulson wanted to build. He wanted to blow up the Memorial Coliseum, yep. which is a dump and remains a dump and is still sitting there almost useless. I mean, yeah. I know they have stuff in there, but yeah, the Winterhawks come on. There, but yeah, but it's, come on. Yeah. It's still there. This was like 15 years, 20 years ago. Long time ago. He said, I will blow up the Coliseum and build a triple A baseball stadium that can be converted. That can be converted to a major league stadium. You think if that was there, if we actually had the foresight to put that there, you're telling me MLB is not putting a Major League Baseball team here when they expand? It is. And now expansion is on the docket. And yes, of course, it's many years later. But here it is. Yep. And we would we'd have, have it. And around that area, we'd already have hotels yeah. and we'd have restaurants and all of that stuff. But we don't. But we were just like, no, no. Nah, no we don't. And then you had the whole thing with the tribe that wanted to uh, build the... Yeah, build the casino. Uh, yep. Build a casino and they the would pay for a stadium. Yep. Nope, nope, nope. nope. I mean, we're just so... Nope. God. Yeah. Well, even now, like it, it drives me a little crazy. It was like it was Bill Orm that had the article in in on Oregon Live the other day, and he was criticizing the the Major League Baseball group MLB to Portland for why? Because because the the city wanted it at Lloyd Center. Yeah, and they and he's claiming it's a total botch job because they're choosing profits over over putting it where it would actually work, and that the city would would be behind it. That they had some political will. And I hear this time and time again, and it just it, it blows my mind that people are upset at a group for wanting to make their money back. A privately funded group that's like, dude, we can't make it work in downtown. There's not enough land there for us to recoup our billions of dollars. And they're saying that it's a boss job for wanting to move it out somewhere when they're having to pay for it. It's just... the the. The, the mental gymnastics we do and the criticism we we have when anyone tries to do anything in our city, it, it just... And the obstacles we create. Yeah, exactly. We create. And then when someone tries to solve the obstacles, then we criticize them for not putting it where we want it. 
I, you know, I, we've I, had some options over the years, huh? Yes, you know, we have some some idea, pretty good ideas. Exactly, some very good ideas with money. And now we've got one that's like, yeah, I know it's not in downtown. I don't want it out in the suburbs either. But you have a group saying, hey. Let's put it out here, and and I think we can actually do something really cool around it. And now we're like, yeah, no. Well, part of why they have to be out there and not Portland, or not have to be, but part of why they want to be out there and not Portland is because they they they're they're running into roadblock after roadblock yep. with the city, and it's not just see, okay, this idea that the city of Portland uh, all was on board with it, Lloyd Center. No, the only thing that w- the only person who was on board with that is Ted Wheeler. Uh, Ted Wheeler did, I, I think. From what I understand, Ted Wheeler, our mayor, understood what we're talking about, the value of sports. He understands that. That said, he's he's had a lot of other things on his plate over the last couple of years. Okay, well, now you get to this place where expansion is being talked about. Ted Wheeler looks at this and goes, well, this could be a win for me before I leave office, right? So Ted Wheeler's all on board. But that doesn't mean the city council is. And if those people aren't, good luck. What's he going to do? And he's leaving next year. So just having him saying, oh, we, I think Lloyd Center would be a good spot, that's not enough to say we have to go all in on that. Yeah. It's better if they're if for them to be down at Redtail, no question. But at the same time, if they're down at Redtail and they can somehow get that land from the city, by the way, they have to deal with the city to get the land, yeah. if they can do that, now they're out of the jurisdiction of Portland yep. and they don't have to deal with that crap anymore because they're Portland is a mess. It's just it's it's just so funny to me that we're like, well, we're not going to spend a single dime on this to build you a ballpark, which is fine. I'm all that, for yeah, that. I'm okay with that too. But then we're like, well, how dare you not put it in the heart of the city? How dare you? Like what? <laughs> we're now being critical of someone for choosing a piece of land where they might be able to, they're just choosing profits over people. Do you listen to yourselves? I, I just, I wonder sometimes if we just can ever get anything done here. And and just the, the answer is no. No, the, in the, sports, no. No, we just we're we're and that's and that's ultimately my my bummer about this whole thing is I, my 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 hope of of ever getting hockey here or getting baseball here, you know. It's it's slim to none. I just have no faith in it. Somebody said, "Think of the money Hank Paulson could launder." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He offered he offered to build you a stadium. Well, Hank didn't. No, but Merritt did. I know. All right, uh, you know let's move on to the terrible? club. Wait, you now want a ballpark in the middle of the city, but someone did want to build you a free ballpark in the middle of the city and a casino that everyone would love, but we can't have that because it would keep Portland not weird. Yeah, imagine if we did both deals, we'd have two Major League Baseball teams. <laughs> And a casino. And a casino. Just say yes. That'd be terrible. Maybe a hockey team in there too. Um, all right. We gotta move on to the club. We have an abbreviated club and we're already screwing up the time on it. For heaven's sakes. Uh how do you steal a tower? <laughs> I'm intrigued. That's the question. Next on the fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.